0: Welcome. This is the Word to Wisdom with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will build you up in the love of God's Word. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Straza, and welcome to the program today. We are glad to have you. We want to do a part two of setting the captives free. Uh, We did interrupt the program last week with an Independence Day episode, and we thank you for listening to that. But I want to get back to setting the captives free. So this is part two of that series, and it'll be the last part. It's a short series. Um, Today, I want to go into a broader look at this topic. If you didn't hear part one, please do, because we talk about Paul In Romans saying that the gospel was the power of God to salvation. And we were saying how that power of God set people free. It set the captives free. And we also spoke of Jesus saying that he was here to set the captives free. He read out of Isaiah 61 how he was anointed by God to do just this. And I want to talk about this a bit differently today because one might think that when we're talking about setting the captives free, that we are only talking about somebody who is in terrible bondage to drugs, alcohol, some sort of addiction, some sort of behavior that really ruins their life and ruins their family. And it would be true that we are talking about that, but it is not all we're talking about. Today, I want to focus outside of that and get into the average everyday Christian who is not doing those things. And they may question, well, you know, where do I need to be set free? Oftentimes, and the list could be many, many things, but oftentimes it's just something you think about yourself that's not true. You believe a lie about yourself. It's been said by other ministers that I really like listening to that if you have an area that you stumble in repeatedly in your life, there's a lie that you believe somewhere along the line about yourself. And let me give a for instance on that. You may believe that you can't be successful in the area that God has called you to, no matter what it is. It may be business or ministry. You may believe that something about you is going to hinder God's work in your life. There may be a quality about you. Maybe you stutter. Maybe you were born in a country that you think other people are going to look down at you because of. You may believe that the color of your skin is going to hinder your life in some way. Maybe you didn't go to college, but you're really, really good at what you do. But you think because you didn't go to college that you can't be successful. It may be something a teacher said to you about you. Oh, you will never succeed. And you carry that with you through your life. And it's a lie, but you've accepted it. That's being captive. And Jesus came to set you free from such things. Most people believe something about themselves negatively that is not true. So many examples in the world today. I was thinking of a minister the other day. I was listening to him talk, and he's one of the most well-known ministers on the planet. He really is. And he was saying that he used to stutter. He's eloquent in his speaking, and he said he used to stutter. Now, I'm sure at that point when he was younger, he just felt like, well, God has called me to the ministry. I'll never be able to get there because I stutter. One would never know that he was a stutter ever. I was shocked. So you can see that something like that can just end up being a source of bondage in your life, a source of hindrance in your life and hamper you from moving forward. And this is why I'm talking about these types of things today, because this is so common Yes, it's one thing when somebody's stuck in drugs and having behavioral problems and all of these things. We know that exists. We see that. And yes, those people need to be set free. And the answer is the same. It's Jesus. It's the truth. It's the word of God. And Jesus came to set all people free, no matter how big the problem is or no matter how little the problem is. The problem is. With little things, we often just push it aside. We don't think it's important, but we go year after year, not succeeding in some part of our life simply because we push it aside. We don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah, I I never went to college, so what? I probably won't do that well, so that's just how things are. What can you do? And yet the Lord has called you to do something, college or no college. Do you think the disciples that Jesus called, Peter and John and the others, do you think that they were all road scholars? They weren't. None of them. They were average, everyday people with faults. David had tremendous faults. Abraham had faults. His wife, Sarah, had faults. The greatest patriarchs in our history all had limitations and faults. Moses wasn't even the one speaking. He had somebody speak for him. Some people don't realize that. Moses had somebody go with him to speak on his behalf, to say the things that God was going to say. And the same goes for you. Most of us have some sort of limiting lie that runs around in our head to tell us we can't do something. It may very well be that you think God just doesn't like you. He doesn't love you, that you're not worthy of his love. This is a source of captivity. You can't live a free, abundant life and have that in your mind. So all of this kind of thing brings me to the scripture that I want to read today. This is such a beautiful piece of scripture. It says so much and it applies to everybody. And it's in John chapter 8 and verse 31. Listen to this. I'm going to read a couple of verses here. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Now, that's really important to see. Again, this is John chapter 8, verse 31. Jesus said to those Jews who believed, their hearts were open. If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And then he went on to say, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. This is very powerful. And it's the centerpiece of this podcast, of all of our episodes, that God's word is the power to deliverance, to salvation, to your health, to anything you need. It debunks the lies that are in your mind about yourself. Your skin color has nothing to do with your success in Christ and what God can do through you. Don't believe what anybody is saying today about your skin color. You are made in the image of God. He loves how he made you. And so do many other people, too. Don't think everybody hates you. That's not true either. There are many who will love you. But it doesn't matter. God loves you first. And he's called you to a good life. And Satan has come to bring lies and tell you, no, God doesn't love you. Or no, you can't do that because of where you were born. Or no, you can't succeed because of the color of your skin. Or because you didn't go to college. And the word of God is your answer. Jesus is saying here something critical to all people, to all Christians. He's saying if you abide in my word. The word abide there in Greek means abide and it means continue. It means to stay there. It's a way of life. And God's word will show you things that will break down the false thinking that's in your heart. I don't think I could list the number of things that a person might believe that's not true. You may feel that for whatever reason, you can never be a financial success. You may believe for some unknown reason, maybe somebody said something at school, maybe your parents said something, that you could never be a musician or an artist or an educator You may think that because you don't know the right people that you couldn't publish a book. You may think because you don't know the right people that you couldn't produce a song for many, many people to to hear and be blessed. You may think you're incapable of starting a business. But the word says in Christ you can do all things. And I'm speaking to those who have a vision that they believe in their heart God has given them. When I say, in Christ, I can do all things, if you're 75 years old and you want to go play professional basketball, you're barking up the wrong alley. It's not going to happen. I'm talking about the things God has called you to do. And you know it in your heart. But you believe that you're not worthy for some reason. And that means you believe a lie. And that means you need to be set free from that lie. And this scripture tells you how. I want to give you an example of something that happened to me over 25 years ago. And at that point, I had a family. I was a very good musician at that time. I was writing songs. A label, a good quality independent label picked me up and and wanted to do an album. And I did. I was still working some other jobs and things, but I really focused my attention there and things were going very well. And my father just thought I was out of my mind. And he was somebody who loved music. He had quite a history in music himself. He played with some of the greatest jazz bands in America. But he went to medical school and he became a doctor. And this is who he was. And he just did not understand how I could take this path. And he said some things which, brothers and sisters, I can't even remember to this day. I only know they hurt. And they hurt so badly, I ended up getting sick. Literally, I got sick and very, very weak. It was hard to even get out of bed for a couple of weeks. I just was in real trouble there. And he somehow told my mother that he said whatever he said to me. And she was appalled. She kind of handed him his hat and said, you said what? And she knew in her heart that was going to crush me. And it did. Whatever he said. Again, I don't even remember. That's the forgiveness of God. And before you think that my father was some terrible ogre, he was not. He was a fantastic father. He just thought I was really doing the wrong thing. But lo and behold, I'm sick in my bed. My mother calls me and undoes what my father said. And I want you to hear me out here. As unusual as this may sound, I was feverish. I was weak. And my mother's on the phone with me. And I'm like 38 years old at this point. I've got kids. I've got a house. Nonetheless, this thing that my dad said, it crushed me. It made me feel like anyone else would feel. If your parents don't like what you're doing, that's hard on you no matter what age you're at. And as she began to talk to me and undo what he was saying and saying, that's not accurate, you're not this way, you're not whatever she said, my fever left. Strength came back in my body. Within 15 minutes to a half an hour, I was up and out of bed and fine because I was freed from this terrible thought that I had in my mind about myself and it was connected to my dad. This is what the truth does. And I know that a lot of you are going through such things as this. Your parents told you something. Your brothers and sisters told you something. Somebody in your school told you something. And it hurt. And maybe somewhere in your mind you don't think it's true, but somewhere in your heart you do. The answers, brothers and sisters, and I am so passionate about this, is if you would abide in God's word, it will liberate you. John 8 and 32 says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. When I'm talking here about setting the captives free, I'm talking about the everyday Christian who has something in their heart or mind that's a lie. This doesn't make them unsaved. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just means you're thinking something about yourself that is not true. That's all it means. But that can hinder you. That can lock you in a corner. It can prevent you from stretching out in your life and moving forward with something. In this day and age in which we live right now, God is setting his people free so they can move forward to do exploits. And you will see people doing exploits that you never thought were even capable of doing exploits because God is using them. It'll be the same thing as the disciples that Jesus chose. Regular, everyday people. They weren't educated. They didn't have any special gifts. None of them were musicians that we know. None of them were artists. None of them were poets. None of them were great writers. None of them were great speakers. And look what those men did and the women that were with them. And this goes for men and women. You may think because you're a woman that you're not gonna be capable of doing something. Not so. God calls who he calls and he will do exploits through men and women in this day. And that's why I'm reading this scripture. I'll read it again. Jesus is saying, if you abide, if you continue in my word, then you are my disciples, most certainly my disciples. That's what he's saying. And he's saying, and and if you stay in my word, you'll know the truth. And guess what? The truth will make you free. That's what this is about. In John 15, he's saying the same thing. If you abide in me and I in you, you'll bear fruit. The branch can't bear fruit unless it abides, stays in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Jesus was saying, abide, stay, continue in me. And he was talking about his word because John 15 and 7 says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, he was talking about his word. He was saying, then you would bear fruit. Then you would ask what you desire and it'll be done for you. Psalm 91, David is saying, he who dwells, continues, stays, abides in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He's saying, stay there. They're all saying it. And there's hundreds of other examples where abiding in God's word is the place where believers need to be. And brothers and sisters, a lot of people are not doing that. They go to church, they hear something, and they forget about it by the time they get home. You have to take it upon yourself to open your Bible and spend time with God. And this truth, the just hundreds and thousands of truths in the word of God, they're there. They're intended to set you free. And when you have a lie in your mind that says that you can't, God will show you a word that says that you can. You think you can't accomplish his will in your life. And he's saying you can accomplish my will in your life. God said, I know the plans I have for you. Plans for good and an expected end. That means a good end. That's very liberating. God's word is liberating. The words that Jesus say are liberating. They set the captive free. So yes, it does set the serious cases of addictions and behaviors and oppression. It sets all free. But also the the believers who are not having those problems but just are so limited in their thinking about themselves. They live in fear because there was some sort of sickness that ran through the family, so they think they're going to get it. The scripture shows you otherwise. Just read Psalm 103. David is saying, forget not the benefits of the Lord, who forgives all of my sins and who heals all of my diseases, who delivers me from the pit, and so much more. And when you believe God's word, you are liberated. you It's a, such a liberating thing. I don't even know if this episode does justice to the topic. It's just that it's one of the most passionate things in my life to talk about is that when we hear God's word, we are taking in a treasure and that treasure liberates us, it equips us, it strengthens us, it sets us free, it enables us, and it will bless those who are around us. So this is what I'm talking about here today. So brothers and sisters, I will read this again. Jesus said to the Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, if you continue in my word, you are my disciples. Indeed, most certainly you are my disciples and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And later on in that verse, he said, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. He's just repeating himself. And you are made free by his truth. Truth that comes from God is liberating. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let you ponder these things. I'm going to let you search the scriptures. Is there something negative you think about yourself? Go into the scriptures and find your identity in Christ. Go into the book of Ephesians or the book of Colossians. That alone would liberate you from any negative thoughts about yourself. Your identity is in Christ, not in this world, not from where you were born, not by the color of your skin one way or the other. No matter what it is, no matter where you came from, no matter where you went to school, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. I hear the passion of the Holy Spirit in this, and I hear it from my own heart because I spent years thinking negatively about myself, only to find out that none of that mattered. All that mattered is what Christ has done, and that he is in us, and that we identify in him, and we live in his word. So he's saying here in these verses, continue in my word, don't stop, ever. That's what that means. Continue in his word we all need it and that word will continue to liberate us through our entire lives you'd be surprised what's holding you back and so often it's something that you think about yourself that's a lie and the lord wants to set all of us free he wants none of us captive to any lie and it's the truth that will set you free so brothers and sisters i'm going to leave it there and again like i said before i'm going to let you ponder this and get into god's word and pray And I'm grateful that you spent time with us here today. So God bless you and we will see you on the next episode.